0: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
1: For years I have been fortunate if I got 4 to 6 hours of sleep a night. I took one dose of this and for the first time in years, I actually got eight hours of sleep.
2: And I woke up and I look at the clock and I'm thinking, holy cow, that's got to be wrong.
1: And I feel good. And I'm a pessimist because I have tried many different products for losing weight, for energy, for this and that, and one dose of this and I'm blown away.
0: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Kate.
3: Radio, I'm Carl Lamar. Did you ever think that the latter half of your life would require this much ibuprofen? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Dr. Farrell, one of the things that you've talked about and you've gotten in hot water with with some of your liberal friends is the link between a strong family, uh, a married family and um, strong children, particularly strong boys. Talk about that a little bit. What's your What's your point?
1: Yes, all over the world, what I found is when boys are in crisis, it's usually a result of them not having involved fathers. Um, boys that have involved fathers are doing extremely well. Um, boys that have do not have involved fathers are suffering in areas of depression, a more likely, a greater likelihood of suicide. Our opioid crisis is, to a large degree, a fatherlessness crisis. Um, the gr- degree to which boys uh, get involved.
0: Hi there. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. Oh, wow. You know, with Father's Day approaching, I do want to, uh, I want to go through this with you a little bit. I want to play some really wonderful clips for you. That was Dr. William Farrell, who I've had on the show. But I actually wanted to, there's, a, there's some places I want to go and, and talk about, and I also want you to call up. This is a great opportunity for you to uh, to tell the rest of the audience, you know, what was a great lesson you learned from your father, Um, because I think dads are so important. Fathers are so important. And there's too many women, liberal women who have the microphone these days who are uh, basically just hellbent on annihilating men and. I think that we need to use opportunities like this to make sure we shore them up because they're so needed. And uh, good men and good fathers, and uh, uh, there's just so much here we can unpack. I want to say thank you to Robin uh, Openshaw for coming on. That link, again, that she gave everybody for the free webinar on how to um, understand crypto and what you need to understand is takeactionforfreedom.com forward slash Kate. Take action for freedom. That's four words, takeactionforfreedom.com, and then put forward slash, and then the word Kate, and uh, it'll get you uh, get you in. Uh, you'll be able to take that free webinar, and you'll have such a great understanding of crypto, and there's so many things she's right about on, um, on crypto, I think, for sure. So I, that's why I asked her to come on, and also, she's kind of seeing the same things I am, you know, the... The black, uh, black Rock, Blackstone—you know—it's a division of Blackstone. They're buying up properties like crazy all throughout America. So a little bit of the hoarding of um, real estate is going on, and and where does this, where does it end? What happens? What do they want to have happen right now? And so uh, we discuss this a lot. She'll be coming back on uh, in the next few weeks, I'm sure, uh, to be able to talk more about that because there's a lot of things people need to know. Um, and so a uh, big thank you to her for coming on. And in what she said about recalls, keep your eyes on the recalls, you know, and um, are they are they doing things to medications and recalling them and then putting them back on the market with things? Very interesting. So I, I wanted to make sure and and um, just make sure that you are, are aware, eyes are open to what's happening. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Yeah, I was interested in um, your previous guest mm-hmm. talking about crypto. I have a couple of questions. They're probably more rhetorical uh-huh. than actual questions. But what happens when the electricity goes down with crypto? Well, uh, how, how, what if it goes down for an extended period of time? How mm-hmm. would that affect the
4: value of cryptocurrency? I don't,
0: I don't. think it does because I think with the minute you would plug back in, um, I don't. I don't know how. It, I don't know how that could affect crypto. I mean uh, assuming that
2: time comes right I, I mean you're I buying mean, I'm crypto thinking of apocalyptic mm, scenarios. interesting
0: okay because I know
2: okay. so what happens when hackers uh, hack the system and yeah. um, inflate the amount of crypto what happens when the SEC which they mm-hmm. have um, made, right. made a statement the SEC made a statement that they, they can regulate they would consider crypto mm-hmm. a security yeah, well, anyway, they I can just, also... I just thought would be devil's advocate.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they can also hack into bank accounts. <laughs> so I don't know that anyone is truly safe from the hacking that's about to happen. Because um, I absolutely think that, that that's a reality. But I thank you for your call because I think it's a really good call. In fact, um, yeah, I mean, they're doing the hacking conference, you know, 5th of July. Um, and, and, the, and the hacking conference is to go through a simulation of major hacking going on in the United States. And so you got to know that that's going to affect... You know, all kinds of things, not just one entity. So, um, all right. I wanted to play a couple of these for you because I thought they were they were really, really good. And um, this is one that I actually played on the show. This was uh, William Farrell talking about the, the importance of fathers um, in comparison to mothers, too, on how the different ways we approach parenthood, because, uh, you know, of course, happy Father's Day to all you wonderful fathers out there. But listen to this, because this is something that I I don't think a lot of people realize in the difference in parenting. And Dr. William Farrell was actually a, a total liberal in the women's movement, and then all of a sudden realized where they were going with it and left it. And this was back in the 70s. And uh, I think it was in the 80s, he finally left it and decided that um, they were on a, a really bad track to just really mess up families and to mess up kids because of what their what their goals were these liberal women so this is him discussing what a father does differently than a mother listen up this is so good
1: moms or dads saying to a child what to do is helpful Mm -hmm. but actually if it's followed if it's if the boundaries are not enforced then it's actually damaging. So, for example, moms and dads tend to set boundaries the same way. They'll both say, "Sweetie, you can't have your ice cream. Into- you can have your ice cream when you finish your peas." Mm-hmm. Um, and children will, of course, test to see whether they can have as few peas as possible before sure. they get their ice cream. Uh, the difference tends to be the way that moms and dads enforce boundaries. Uh, with with the, with the mom, the mom is more likely to say. Um, the kid, the kid will say to mom, "You know, can I have my ice cream now?" And she'll say, "No, I said you have to have it when you finish your peas." But I'll tell you what: if you have these many peas, let's say half the peas, then you can have your ice cream. Now the signal goes to the to the to the child, boy or girl. Aha! Uh-huh, I can manipulate a better deal. So at the end of a quarter of the peas being finished, the child says, "Okay, I tried. I have, you know, I had I finished my. Uh, I did the, the amount of peas mm-hmm. you wanted." mom will say well not quite but you did try and she thinks to herself in her mind I'm not going to get into a big argument over a few peas he at least tried or she Mm -hmm. tried Um, okay sweetie you can have your ice cream now Uh, dad is much more likely to say excuse me we have a deal here and you know the deal and I know the deal and you know that I know the deal (laughs) Uh, you can't have your ice cream until you finish your peas oh you're so mean mommy doesn't do that Uh, well you can continue saying I'm so mean and then there'll be no ice cream tomorrow night either uh oh Uh, so the boy or girl learns that with dad, it gets worse when I complain and try to manipulate. I'd better learn to focus on doing what I need to do in order to get what I want to have, the ice cream. So what the child is learning without knowing it with the dad is to have postponed gratification, to be able to not have that Mm -hmm. gratification of the ice cream until you do the things you need to do. With the mom, it's learning to do, not postpone gratification, but immediate manipulation. Um, And so so moms report having to say things over and over again, because when they do say something, The child learns that it's only a cue; it's only a negotiating position, and it's their job to negotiate. With dads, it's not nearly as much a negotiating position. He may negotiate at the beginning, but once he makes the decision, um, he says that 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 goes. And so, children. Now, here's where it really comes—the importance comes in. Children growing up, predominantly raised by parented by dads, only one, only 15 percent of them have ADHD. Huh. children predominantly parented by moms 30% have ADHD wow and you can see why with what i just explained yeah. that the child with the uh, with the mom learns that he doesn't have to focus his attention or her attention on doing what she or he needs to do they can just get it they can get sidetracked by better methods of manipulation and negotiation. With dad, the child has to focus on doing, focus the attention. Rather than having a deficit of attention. Mm-hmm. And so, and the importance of that is it leads to the slippery slope. When a child does not have postponed gratification, they can't finish their homework. They can't um, mm-hmm. uh, rehearse for an acting job because they don't have the discipline to do the rehearsal for that, or playing soccer and the, learning all the rules of football or, or basketball. And so they don't, so they have dreams. Because moms are very good at helping the children dream and recognize the best parts of themselves. Dads are also good at that, sometimes not quite as good at that. Um, but the dads but a dream that is not followed up by discipline mm-hmm. becomes usually a disappointed dream, and then eventually, I' found that the children become afraid to dream.
0: Hmm. That was uh, Dr. William Farrell. And I'll tell you what, he's, uh, it was really good. Uh, Dr. Warren Farrell, I'm so sorry. Um, he has some wonderful books out. And he talks about the liberal, um, just kind of the liberal agenda, really going in to try to transform families and, and transforming them into something that they shouldn't be. And he says, you know, he says people think that two moms can, can raise kids just fine, but that's not really just fine. They need both. They need both. So they need their mom and they need their dad. And this is why I loved his example on that of just eating peas because uh, for the kid, because they do it so differently. Innately, we do it differently, not across the... Bored everybody, but innately, you know, we're kind of set up to, um, to conquer problems different ways. And we teach kids different things. Probably why God intended for moms and dads to raise children so that you're getting the best of, of both. And I really loved that explanation. Um, fathers are so important. They're so needed. They're so necessary. And, you know, I have a good dad. And so I was raised, you know, I, I had that gift of having a, a great father But let me tell you, there are a lot of people out there struggling with with that, and he talks also a lot about that. You could also find a lot of YouTube clips where he addresses those problems. Um, Jordan Peterson talks about them, too. When I come back, I want to play a little bit from um, Jordan Peterson, and I also want to play a clip of the five lessons that every son needs from their father. I think this was really important. And there's just so many things to say on this subject, you guys. I, I, uh, I've really made it a mission to make sure and talk about womanhood, motherhood, fatherhood, (laughs) men on the show and the different roles and the acceptance of those different roles. Because uh, I feel like there's not very many voices that are doing that. And I, I feel like we're doing a huge disservice by not doing that and by uh, trying, to, um, trying to lift up this liberal movement, this crazy, insane communist movement in America that's trying to change the family. And it is interesting that that is the goal. Um, they have to destroy the family in order to, uh, to get their goals met. You know, think about that, the enormity of that you have to fundamentally change the family in order to get your goals met. I, I can't imagine being a person that would want to do that, but they do. And as they try to destroy the family, this is where uh, our dads and our fathers are just, it's imperative. We can't do it without you. And and so that's why I love these speakers on the subject. I'll come back. I want to play those for you. And, uh, well, I'll be right back. Uh, this is the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Uh-huh.
2: is the Kate Dally Show. Every lesson he taught me Growing up, learning how to be Like my old man He was a lion we were a father's pride, but I was defiant When he made me walk the line He knew how to lift me up When to let me fall Looking back,
0: he always had a plan Love it. That's Zach my man. Old man my old man, if you couldn't guess. <laughs> Welcome back, hey, Daly Show. Uh, With Father's Day here, I just wanted to uh, pay a little tribute and maybe learn a thing or two, you know? Why not? Um, That's what this show's for. And uh, I welcome you back. Of course, uh, get over to um, MyPillow, MyPillow.com, and uh, order up some fabulous products and help Truth and Radio. And I can't tell you how good these products are. They just really are. I've just been really impressed. And, uh, And I'm a betting person. So if you know me, if you've known me for years, I just love bedding. It's a, I don't know why. Some women like purses. I like betting. So anyway, I have absolutely just been so thrilled with their products. I couldn't believe it. So make sure you get over to MyPillow.com and put in the code Kate and get uh, up to 40% off. You guys, you can't beat that. Um, it's just a tremendous deal and uh, you're doing some good things with that purchase as well. So let me play, let me play for you um, Jordan Peterson because Jordan Peterson kind of goes into a little bit of what's going on in, in um, society right now along with fatherhood. Listen up, this is great.
4: What kind of relationship do you have with your father? Your real father. It's often ambivalent, right? Because there's an element of him that encouraged you, hopefully. Because without the encouragement of your father, man, the world is a dismal place. It's very difficult to be a courageous person. Unless you have your father in, in body and spirit behind you. It's very de- demoralizing. Like, it really kills people not to have their mother. They just don't recover from that. But, and, and I think people can recover from a fragmented father Relationship, but it's the next worst thing You know because if your father rejects you or doesn't form a relationship with you It's as if the spirit of civilization has left you Outside the walls as of little worth. It's very difficult for people to recover from that So the father should be an encouraging force, but can be a tyrannical and crushing force, and so that's very That's a very difficult thing to get right partly because If you're my son then I should impose the highest standards of behavior on you and I should always be judging what you're doing I should be judging it with, with the aim of making the best in you come forward but, but getting that balance exactly right is very difficult and so it's easy to, for a father to swing too much into judgment, let's say. And then of course, mothers can play this role too, to swing too far into the domain of judgment and to be too harsh. And to the degree that the father has his own pathologies, he's going to do that imperfectly. You know, he's like, no, I'm going to make you strong so any number of things can happen to you. And when, you're, when you need some care, I'll be there. But otherwise, like out into the world with you, that's the right attitude. And for the father, it's like, get your bloody act together but I'm on your side it's because not because I want to destroy you or demean you or push you down in the dominance hierarchy but because I want the best in you to emerge and so you need standards it's like what are you doing waste in your life there's way more than that to you get your act together and and bring it out and that's a message that people really want to hear if they have any sense at all and generally they do want to hear it I was talking I've been talking to a lot of people recently as, as per- perhaps you know and wh- I was talking to one of the leaders of the Conservatives this morning and they're they're asking me about the person was asking me about Bill C 16 but more specifically about talking to young people because the conservative leadership struggle is going on right now I've been talking to a bunch of them and I said well look one of the things you could do for young people that no one's doing is to talk to them about responsibility because everyone talks to young people about rights it's like We need our rights. It's like, oh God, how many rights do you need? You know, really, like you have more privileges than any people who've ever lived anywhere. Well, it's so dull to hear. It's so dull. It's so pathetic and... what would you call it? It's so demeaning that you have to be protected and have your rights It's like I said, there's a huge marketplace for responsibility That's what you want to talk to young people about It's like get your act together and do something worthwhile with your life For the first time in my entire adult life, the conservatives actually have something to sell young people, right? They could sell them responsibility It's like, well, why? Because that's where me- life has meaning with responsibility the more responsibility you take on, the more meaning your life has and the more responsibility you take on, the more meaning your life has and the the higher degree of responsibility that you agree voluntarily to try to bear the richer your life will be and no one's ever told that, and it's the case you know, it's like you have have four kids, say well that's plenty of responsibility, you're gonna have meaning it's gonna be rough, you know, because it's complicated you have a complicated job, and you try to help the careers of the people around you you try to solve tough problems, and aid suffering, and do all of that it's like, it's weight, it's responsibility, but it's... there's glory in it, there's real glory in it, there's deep meaning in it and, and, and young people are starving for that, because no one ever tells them that it's like, you're way more than you think, man, stand up, do something difficult do something difficult and heroic, right? Burst out of your bonds. It's like, that's a good message.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's a good message. um Teach responsibility. Amen. Uh, I'll take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi there.
2: Two things really stuck with me. What's that? Said, capitalist might tell you to go down the road and starve. The
0: mm-hmm.
2: communist might tell you to stand still and starve.
0: <laughs> okay. And
2: be careful with girls.
0: Be careful with girls. That sweet
2: body is attached <laughs> to the brain of a woman.
0: <laughs> I love that. Thanks. <laughs> That's good. Good stuff. I love it. Um, and so I also wanted to uh, to play this message for you because I thought this was uh, pretty great, too. And this was the things that, uh, the five lessons, the five lessons that really every son Uh, needs to hear every um, from their dad and I, I do think this is also just terrific here you go and then I'll take some calls here you go
3: so here's the answer there are five things that are essential for a healthy father and son relationship here's the first one time together just time together experiences that build lifelong positive memories climbing a mountain together working on a project together or taking a special trip together just me and dad that's what your son is thinking he's thinking dad didn't just love me he really liked me I mean he's supposed to love me but he enjoys being with me secondly a son needs life skills life skills training must go beyond what he learns from books Uh, We must equip our son with practical life skills that will help him succeed so he won't be uh, standing around uh, when the hood's up on the car, looking at the motor, wondering what it is. He won't feel like a fool in life because you have trained him up in the way he should go. Every son needs practical life skills like that from his dad. Here's a third thing. Every son needs direction from his dad with solid answers to the why questions of life. You see, uh, more than just life skills, he needs a philosophy from dad for what life is all about. And so you need to be talking to your son about what's really important, the higher things, the noble things. Here's a fourth essential. A son needs to establish deep life convictions. And much of this comes from his, his dad's modeling write this down. This is an important statement. You will leave in your son what you have lived out in your home. Now, Finally, and most of all, what every son needs is his dad's heart. He needs his dad's heart. Every son needs to be loved by dad. Every son needs to be affirmed by dad. And every son needs his father's blessing.
0: Nice job. That was tear screen. And he actually has a YouTube channel. I thought he did. There was an expanded um, talk on this and that he really goes through all five points uh, in detail. But I just thought that was great. And these are things that You know sometimes we need a little a kick-in-the-butt reminder (laughs) you know Um, sometimes we need to hear these things even as you know as adults as fathers and then and then uh, just you know remember hey this is the job you know this is what we should be doing because I know that all of you are really deeply concerned it's kind of like what Jordan Peterson was saying uh, before this clip uh, that our kids are craving responsibility but they don't know it because that's what you know gives life meaning and uh, and and they keep inventing rights. And and really and truly, that's what he talks about a lot is the invention of rights. You know, they all have to be protected by their little invention of everything that they're owed instead of just talking about responsibility um, instead of increasing that. Because it's kind of the difference in self-esteem of telling somebody they're great all the time or. you know saying do this thing they do it and because they do it they get the confidence that's where the real confidence is right that's where the real joy is and they feel good about themselves because they've accomplished something you, you know, they don't need to just be told how great they are. They need to feel like they're doing a great job and actually do a great job at something. And so it's kind of the difference for me. But I thought that they, they were great points because, um, you know, in the expanded version of Tear Screen's talk, he says sometimes, you know, uh, uh, just putting your arm around your son once in a while is really affirming and that needs to be done. And this is this is these are the things we should focus on. And he talks about God a lot. And he says, you know, he says his advice is is uh, to be a, a godly father so you can raise a godly son and and make sure that we're, you're teaching those things to your kids. Um, give them that. And he did touch on that a little bit when he was talking about, um, you know, some of that there with, uh, you know, give him that deeper meaning and have those deeper spiritual conversations with your kids. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about 60 seconds. Go for it.
5: Okay, let me give my big, sure. big point. Uh, Jordan Peterson is very wrong about something he just said, and it 's extremely important because very most Americans are very confused about this. He talked about privileges rights are not privileges uh, collective rights are mm-hmm. social justice rights are are privileges, but individual rights lead to responsibility uh, there's a great um, uh, excuse me legislator in mm-hmm. Great Britain. One of the great defenders of American independence, uh, and his name is Herbert Spencer. And he said, The ultimate effect of shielding men from the effect of their follies mm-hmm. is to fill the world with fools. Mm-hmm. You become responsible I, when you have individual rights. Because mm-hmm. have I think you were missing on one of his points, be- though.
0: I think you were missing one of his points. One of his points was, they sit around trying to get protected by these these rights and he's talking because he talks so much about this invented rights. So all of them are going I need a yeah. right to a phone, I need a right to college and instead of doing that because that's above and beyond individual rights he... Uh, yeah, because, those are
5: collective rights and they're, yeah. collective rights are a repudiation so mm-hmm. he's talking about something completely different than individual uh, God-given alien rights. Yes. Collective rights. That's and that's so, why I, and they, yeah, every that's time why a person that. stands for collective rights you repudiate actual individual rights. I did. They both I, can't.
0: I actually did. Yeah. Thank no. you really appreciate that. I did. That's what I tried to do. Um, I was talking about that very thing because they're inventing rights. That's not individual rights. Anyway, we'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Welcome back Kate Daly Show. I'll take your calls. And uh, happy Father's Day to all of you. Uh, good men, you good dads out there, and uh, those that really do the job. I, I just have so much respect for you, and you're needed. And I absolutely love uh, that you take the time with your kids and that you're doing those things. Make sure to get over at balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com. Get the food supplement. Everyone's talking about the one you can trust. And uh, it's got everything in it. And put in the code Kate. And you're going to get 35% off in free shipping. There's just no better deal than this. Uh, Make sure that you go and get that one. Balanceofnature.com. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi.
5: Hey, I I would uh, advise the young women... To, if they want children to choose the right husband.
0: Yes. Amen. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I, they really need to look for somebody uh, that, that, you know, and, and like some of these uh, clips have said, too, um, they get that from their dad. You know, you can meet those parents and understand, you know, uh, what you're, what that guy is going to be like, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. Yeah. I had a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. and I was divorced when they were two and six. Yeah. Oh. And I can tell you, there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Um, great, great call. There is a difference. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and honestly, in, in one of the videos I played too, um, maybe it was in the extended version where he talks about the fact that uh, the modeling that happens, uh, there's so much to learn and those kids learn all of that from those dads and you can be like Prager says, you know, you can be uh, you know, a mentor, an uncle, uh, somebody on the, you know, out on the outer fringe, but also be a role model. You know, a lot of people uh, looked at Prager as a role model, you know, um, because really in the structure of family, um, the dad is there to, to set those parameters, right, and to teach those things. And, and a lot of the teaching is modeling. But then the, the, the teaching of, of those children can teach them a lot as far as, you know, etiquette to car repair to what to look for and, and all those long conversations. And so I really value that, that um, there's a lot of good men out there that will take the time with kids and kids that aren't even theirs to uh, father them, to help them. There's something kind of really amazing about that, isn't there? I love that. And in, in answer to the the caller, um, I, Jordan Peterson knows what rights are versus collective rights. He was really speaking to um, uh, to um, the rights that these kids these kids are taught right now in society, the youth, that they have to go fight for rights that we invent, you know, that that they invent for themselves college cell phone, (laughs) rent, you know, all of these things. And it's really important um, that we don't teach them that Um, you have God given rights, individual rights. He didn't spend a huge amount of time talking about that because this really wasn't the focus of what he was talking about, but he was saying, focus on responsibility. And I agree with him. I agree with him that um, that this is a great thing that fathers can do right now for their children is to focus on, you know, responsibility and, meeting that expectation for them. I thought that was really important because that's what the dads do, right? They set those expectations. They set a bar. They say, you know, you need to do this. These these good men, these good fathers out there. Um, we just need to talk about you guys more because, you know, right now we're being told that anything's a family. Don't you, don't you just hate that message? <laughs> it doesn't matter what, you, anything. It's like a shape-shifting... <laughs> entity and everything can be called a family. Well, that's not true. Just like everything can't be called marriage either. You know, there are certain um, definitions for words and there are certain ways that things are constructed. And when you set out to shapeshift everything, what holds meaning anymore? You know, somebody asked me if I was upset because the LGBT were co-opting, you know, marriage and didn't want just partnership to define them. And I said, but Is it marriage? I mean, I know what marriage is, and I know how it is defined, and we just changed the definition to include something that it wasn't. So how can that be okay if we're doing that with everything, right? Um, So we're teaching kids that it's okay um, to not have a father. It's okay to um, to just uh, have this shape-shifting entity, and uh, you can just call it family because it makes us feel good. Well, you know, families are important and I don't want to see them get destroyed. I really don't. And, uh, you know, I think about all the things in the past. I, I remember my dad taking me shopping for a prom dress. I remember, uh, teaching me how to drive and, and all the things that come into play as you're growing up. And, you know, looking back and I married a really good man too, who also does all those things, you know, with the kids. And, I am so grateful for that. Can you even imagine? I can't even imagine a, a life where I didn't have a, a, a good person to raise my kids with who understood what a father is. You know, my father-in-law, great man. You know, all, all of these people I'm surrounded with are just fantastic. So I, I guess I'm really lucky and blessed uh, to have that. But I also, um, I also know what impact they've had on those around them, too, and who are not necessarily their children. And so, you know people pay attention. They pay attention to things. And I say always be welcoming to those kids in the neighborhood that seem to f- occupy your couch. Be welcoming to it. You're probably a great presence to them. They probably need to be around you, you know, and and maybe they migrate to your house because of the feeling in that house or, or what's being taught in that house. And so I just think that we could expand that that reach. It doesn't take place of what a family is, because I know what a family is. I know how it's defined. But um, we can certainly help in a lot of cases. And so uh, my husband's been that for a lot of kids, too. And I really appreciate that about him. And uh, and I hope that this Father's Day, um, you know, there was a comedian talking about it and said, you know, it's the least uh, celebrated holiday. And I thought, oh, how sad. <laughs> how sad that is. You know, because we're not paying attention to it. And if we don't pay attention to it, and we don't correct what's going on in society, we're going to lose it. And I think men have a hard time, you correct me, you know, eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. 1450 but I think you have a hard time knowing what to say anymore. You don't know whether to open the door or not open the door. You don't know whether to, um, I mean, it's a confusing time. And I think, you know, I see a lot of sweetness in that because I see a lot of Um, being being conscientious you don't want to offend women you're so nice you don't want to offend them and then you also want to uh, be the guy that they they think you are going to be right and so do you open the door do you not open the door and I think that we've just sort of brought men into a really weird confusing time and I hope that's not the case. I hope we can reverse that or check that at the door or make sure that we're working on our families. The reason I played the tapes that I did today was because I thought, you know, if we have a little bit more focus on raising a great family, then the left can't tear it down. That we won't be in a position to be torn down. I, After doing this for for almost 10 years now, I'm coming up on 10 years, can't believe it. But... If there's anything that I would I would love to say to people after 10 years of this and all of the times we've talked about dads, all the guests and families and so forth is we have to work harder than ever, harder than ever to educate our kids on what being a good dad is, on what being a good husband is, on on um, serving roles and teaching our, our girls, you know, motherhood and all these things, uh, all these important things. We have a job to do that maybe we haven't paid as much attention to, I think, uh, in the past because we just kind of figure, you know, you're raising kids and it's sort of a lifelong thing and you're sort of raising them. But I think that we haven't realized how much more work we need to put into this to make sure that the family unit lasts it's so important. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Hi, Kate. Hi. I think it's important to realize that, that the times have changed to the extent that people like me, who I'm basically I'm 66 years old, mm-hmm. is I'm a dying breed. Mm-hmm. And the people who are coming up, they may have confusion. But the bottom line is, is if your values are right. hmm If you've established that courtesy and kindness and goodness are what you always put forward, then you're never going to be confused Mm -hmm. about what your role is. Right, right. It's a a lot more simple than people want to believe it is, and and that's all part of the confusion of the time we live in. Mm -hmm. This is the time when black is white. And mm-hmm. white is black.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so remember, messages.
2: what you look at is backwards.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. You know, when I say the work in, in families, I'm recognizing this because the messaging that the kids are getting is so bad. It's so bad. Look at all these movies. Uh, look what they're being taught all the time um, at school and on social media. Um, so we have to work extra hard at correcting that. If, uh, they're, if they have access to all that. and I just we have to put even more work into it. And I say this to myself too. Um, I wish I were the perfect parent. I'm so far from it. <laughs> but I'm working on it. but you know um, we we're, we're all doing the best we can, right? And and I by all means, I don't mean that we need to be perfect parents too. Um, and some things do come easy but, but in today's society it's a little harder, right? because of the messaging. But I know that, um, that these dads need a, a pat on the back too. They also need that same affirmation that they're doing a good job and that they're a good provider and that they are doing all those things because when my husband and I switched roles uh, for a little while, I got to see how hard his job was and I couldn't believe how tough it was to be solely responsible right? To be solely responsible for uh, the family's income for a little while while he was finishing up his uh, last degree. And I, I, I always thought I had it harder, to tell you the truth. I'm the mom. I have it harder. I have to wake up in the middle of the night. I got throw up. I've got all these kind of things I have to deal with. But it's not true. It's not true. It's a box of rocks because both jobs are incredibly hard. And we don't realize the amount of stress on these guys. Now, like Jordan Peterson was saying, the you know responsibility, this is a huge thing, right? There's a lot of glory and a lot of goodness in this responsibility. This is where we grow our character. And men are wired, you know, they're kind of wired this way to want to provide for a family. Um, and I, I look back at that time and I got, I, I just received so much more respect for men, for my own husband and for men in general, for taking that on, And, uh, you know, loving their family so much that they're willing to go out and and do that every day and have that stress on them. So sometimes they just need that pat on the back and they just need to be told, you know, you're doing great. You know, you're you're just an awesome guy and we appreciate you. And uh, and I, I really, truly think so. I I see a lot of attention on women in this last several decades or more. And it's, you know, are women getting all their needs met? Are women are women doing this? Are women doing that? And I just think, well, what about the men, too? It can't always be about the women. And we're really good at making it about the women. And everyone's rolling over backwards trying to make it about women. And, you know, and honestly, women are stretched thin. In one of the videos uh, that I looked at today, uh, all they kept talking about was how stretched thin because women are trying to fulfill too many roles. You're right? trying to do too much. And uh, and if we were equally balanced, pretty equally yoked in in our, our duties and responsibilities to our families and to each other, we wouldn't be if we really underst- understood and honored what, what these roles are. You know, at the end of our lives, it's not going to be about our careers. It's going to be about our family relationships. And so I love all you guys and moms out there who are working really hard to honor each other and then your kids see that and they understand what that balance looks like and they understand that things are innately uh, appropriate for, for men and women and that you don't have to cross every boundary and barrier to get some sort of achievement validation, right? Um, that, that what you are is enough and that being a mother is more than enough. It's everything. Being a father is everything. And then you have your, you know, your dad, you know, usually your dads would have the career, right? But I think we put so much emphasis on women that it's kind of, it's it's really hurting that balance. And so that's why I thought maybe today's show we could focus on this a little bit and focus on fatherhood and just give everybody kind of a, you know, a... This is what we need to be doing, you know, kind of our, I really appreciate you guys. Happy Father's Day to all you guys out there. And, uh, and of course, uh, to all you dads and, um, be faithful, be fearless. What can I say? And I'll be back next week. I really appreciate you. Everything will be on podcast. And, uh, thanks again. Have a wonderful, uh, you know, Sunday and, uh, make it a special day. Thanks you guys.